Welcome to the Teaching History, Politics, and Stuff podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Elizabeth Evans. I'm completely passionate about curriculum, history, the social sciences, and all the other things in between. I love helping teachers by giving strategies to make lesson planning easier and resources to be your best self. I'm a National Board Certified Social Studies teacher with over 18 years of experience. I've met some incredible people in my life who will have a lot to share, and I cannot wait to have them as guests on my podcast. As James Madison once said, the advancement and diffusion of knowledge is the only guardian of true liberty. Thanks for joining me today. Let's learn. Hi friends, welcome to the last episode of the season. I am going to be taking a summer break, about to start a very busy season at the end of May and all of June, and I need a break. I love creating this podcast, I love sharing, I love blogging, uh, but I need to refocus my energies. And one of the things during this experiment that I learned is creating space to do things is really important. So this episode is actually going to be about weeks four and five. So week four for me was all about adjusting. Oftentimes I, you know, make changes. I really want to implement things and kind of move on. And the fourth week was about adjusting to the changes that I implemented. It's another pause and I think that just having the time to sit and think about the changes, consider what is working, what is not working, is helpful. One of my biggest challenges is that I want things to move fast. I want change to happen fast. And that's not always the way to do. I, you know, took specific steps to focus on adjusting. And again, this is what worked best for me. I'm learning myself, you know, I'm in my fourth decade of life, and I know that for me, I just need different things. You know, journaling in the mornings are my personal journal, Uh, and then the afternoon when I'm closing out my workday, I write in my work journal, and I've shared the prompts that I use. I don't use my journal as a space to vent. I use it as a place to reflect talk about lessons I've learned, things I like, things that need to change. And having two separate journals to do so works for me. Uh, A big thing is planning ahead. So I have time in my day. So if I'm putting my focus on the tasks I need to do as opposed to what am I going to eat for lunch? Do I have a workout scheduled? Because for me, a workout is the way to clear my brain. Uh, I actually started to put focus time in my calendar. Luckily, my Outlook does it for me. Uh, It sets two hours because that's what works for me. I put my workouts in my calendar, appointments, and then any tasks specifically that need to get done that I need to focus on. I spend a lot of quiet time. And for me, that means no phone, no TV, nothing if I want to go outside and walk. Um, if I want to get on the bike and do a ride, whatever that looks like. Meditating is different, differs for me. It's different from quiet time. 
because meditation is a place to just be, whereas my quiet time, I could be reading, I could be writing any of those things. And then ensuring acts of self-love. So whatever that looks like for me, sometimes for my daughter and I, it's birthday cake pancakes. Some days it's wearing my favorite shirt or taking a little bit of extra time to get ready. So the focusing on adjusting, the focusing on taking space to make sure the changes I'm making are working. And then this fifth week is a reflection. I am somebody who is reflective by nature. Um, I got my national board certification in 2009, and that entire process helped me be a very reflective person, and it helped me grow as a person and as a teacher, and I cannot speak enough about national board, and maybe I'll talk about that in the next season. Um, but as a whole, this experiment has been very interesting. It's been difficult. Um, it's really difficult sometimes to look at what you're doing and say some of what I'm doing is not helping me because we get comfortable. We get comfortable in the things that we do and the habits that we have and trying to change those habits can be hard. We don't realize that the habits we have sometimes are the things that are holding us back from being successful for this, you know, it's May. So for a lot of teachers, the school year has already ended or it's about to end. It's a good time to reflect the end of the calendar year. You know, everybody gets super reflective in December, but it's just a kind of required pause almost because when a school year ends, you know, you get different kids, you might get a different assignment, go to a different school. It's just a chance to check in with yourself. I do want to talk about first and foremost that I did face challenges in doing this experiment. Uh, The first challenge is I have a chronic illness. I have infusions every six months. And for some reason, this one just knocked me out. I wasn't able to do a whole lot for about four days. And then I worked from home for a few weeks, which I do enjoy working from home. But I also like being in the office around people because I think that's where really great collaboration happens. Another challenge that I faced, I started to compare myself to other people. And mostly in, you know, there's different ways to compare, to compare yourself and say I'm better, to compare yourself and say I'm worse. Um, But for me, the trigger is always comparing because I'm not where somebody else is. And I don't often stop to look at how I've been successful. And that's something I'm very much working on. It's, It's difficult for me because I always want to be my best. And what I'm trying to learn is my best isn't somebody else's best and that's okay. Uh, There is a really great, great quote. Comparison is an act of violence against the self. And I think that that quote really shows me that the comparison is something I'm doing to myself. I'm not doing it to anyone else. And so having the time to stop doing it or to say like why am I doing this do I not think that what I'm doing is enough am I having a hard time with failure you know what does that look like also to be very frank some days just trying to find time to journal was complex it it made me think about how am I spending my time am I sitting on my phone am I just watching tv am I what am I doing with my time that this is so hard uh And some days you just don't want to do it. Some days I want to come home. 
from my work day. I want to hang out with my husband and my daughter and I don't want to do anything. Sometimes I want to zone out on my phone. So allowing myself the space to say, this is just where I'm at today and I'll pick it back up tomorrow, I think was helpful. But I don't, you know, listeners or readers of the blog don't want you to think that it was all sunshine and roses because it sure wasn't. I also think this would be, if I was still teaching, I believe I would be in your finishing your 19 and starting your 20, which is crazy to think about. Um, it is, May is hard. I mean, really for me, April and May was always hard. And I think that I still have that teacher brain. I haven't unteachered myself. And so it's just, it's just a little bit harder. I did have a lot of successes during this experiment. Uh, I connected with more friends because I had more time. And my circle has gotten significantly smaller. And I love that. I love to connect genuinely with people. I, you know, I have one best friend that I've had for since college over two decades. Um, I actually talked to her this morning just to catch up. Another teacher bestie that we've known each other. I feel like, I mean, forever it feels like. We were talking the other day about something that happened in 2008. And it's like, gosh, that was <laughs> just so long ago. But we went out to lunch and it was nice just to catch up with her and see how teaching is going. I have another friend that I walk with uh, and it's fun to just go for walks and catch up. And then I have a friend that every morning we send each other our Wordle uh and just to say hi, and sometimes it's just a quick, like, here's my wordle, and sometimes it ends in a conversation. So the genuine connections with people has been really nice. I also feel like when I'm with my family, with my nieces, nephews, sisters, uh, brothers-in-law, parents, in-laws, I'm a lot more present because I've allowed myself that time. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about this huge to-do list that I have to do. I started therapy, which is a little bit personal, but it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I've had a couple sessions, and I'm like, where has this been my whole life? Because my husband is wonderful. He is a wonderful listener, but it's also not his job to be my therapist. He gets to just be my husband. So starting that, it was a lot more affordable than I thought it would be. Starting that has been a huge relief for me. It allows me to really process the things that are happening. Um, and I wish I had started it sooner. Another thing that I did is I did an event uh, that was out of my comfort zone. I allowed somebody else to dress me, uh, do my makeup, and I got some really great photos. And it was just a fun thing. I had no expectations going into it. Um, and I got you know, I got my photos back and was like, I really need to rethink who I am, what I want this blog to be, what I want this podcast to be. And that was interesting. Um, so I got the photos. I actually got a logo that I did not make. I had somebody else make it for me. And it is, it's just really interesting to sit and say, for me personally, not through work or anything else, what is my brand? Who am I? And I'm not an influencer. I'm not any of that. But I think 
when you're looking for jobs or you're just looking for contract work or just trying to say, here is who I am so that you can do things that align with your values and your goals is a really big deal. So one of the things, I love civic education, do not get me wrong, but I wrote a statement and I'd like to share it with you because it really encapsulates who I've evolved to be. Um, As an educator and a teacher leader for over two decades, my main goal is to partner with educators to be a part of the solution in education by elevating teacher leaders and creating opportunities for student success. That is who I am. That is what I want to do. And so anything I do professionally, I want to align to that. I'd say that all in all, I'm pretty happy with the outcome of these five weeks. Um, At the end of them, I feel super unsettled and unsure of who I am. And the reason that that's a good thing is because it's the shakeup that I need. I was taking a ride. Actually, my husband had told me about it the other morning, and then I took the ride. And the instructor, Robin Arzon, said, it's time to rattle the cages of mediocrity. And I feel like I've been kind of coasting and I'm ready to kind of shake that up and, you know, change things. So I appreciate you being along with me for this journey. You know, in this, this is the 10th episode and I'm going to take a summer break from the blog and the podcast. I need a pause. I need to refill my creative juices. And I also want to model that taking a break is a good thing. It's okay to kind of disappear for a little bit. Being ever-present is not sustainable. And if you're a teacher in education, it's okay to take the summer off. Now, some of us work. Um, I always did summer school or did something because I needed the extra cash flow. But I shifted gear so that that is the only thing I did. I wasn't thinking about lesson planning um, unless I went to a professional development and was like, hey, this would be a really good idea for next year. It just... Giving yourself a break to refill, I think, is so important. During this little hiatus, I'm looking to make some significant changes. Uh, We hope to hear about grad school. We should hear in the next couple of months. And it's just, you know, it's a good time to pause. So I thank you for being a part of this journey. I thank you for listening to this podcast I don't know if there'll be a third season and if there is, I don't know what that's going to look like and hopefully the break will tell me. But in all of this, I hope that this was helpful for you in parts or as a whole. And I hope to catch you again at some point. Thanks for joining us today. Please like, comment, and share the podcast. Want to connect with me? Find me on Twitter, Facebook and Pinterest at Liz Evans NBCT and on Instagram at Liz Evans NBC Teach. You can also find me online at Liz I'm so glad you joined us today. We'll see you next time.